chapter of Matthew. Jesus said to the disciples, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who is in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who is in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourself treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Word of God. Word of life. Thanks be to God. Okay, so a weird memory resurfaced for me this week. When I became a teenager of about maybe 13 or 14, my mom finally gave me the okay to start wearing some makeup to school. I was thrilled because a lot of the popular girls were already wearing it. There was only one problem. I had no idea what would look good or how to put it on. So one Saturday afternoon, my girlfriend, who was talented at this sort of thing, gave me a legitimate makeover. I can still remember the lilac eyeshadow, the thick plum eyeliner, the volumizing mascara, and more. And I'm serious when I tell you that I still don't know how to apply makeup as expertly as she did. And then her words came, you look so much better. Did I? When I got home, I went straight up to the bathroom to see her handiwork in better lighting. And I decided that though I really liked makeup on other people, it just wasn't me. 
I remember how liberating it felt to take a washcloth and wash all that makeup off my face. Looking back, I'm thankful that even as an awkward teenage girl, I still had a still small voice telling me what it was like to be myself. Today is Ash Wednesday, marking the beginning of Lent, and we are here in the midst of a maybe will it happen, yes, it is definitely happening, dump of snow from the heavens, because, because we all need a reminder that our true selves are connected to the dust of the earth, to the breath of God, and to one another. Theologian Frederick Buechner writes, During Lent, Christians are supposed to ask, one way or another, what it means to be themselves. I'm going to repeat that. During Lent, Christians are asked, are supposed to ask, one way or another, what it means to be themselves. Isn't that a stunning statement? I can assure you that for most of my years, I was under the impression that the way of the season of Lent was to become less like myself, less of what I enjoyed, less of what I depended on, less of me, more of God seemed to be the math. But then I got to thinking, what if that math is terribly wrong? What if the math really is that more of my true self and more of your true self means more of God? In our text for today, Jesus isn't criticizing those who choose to give alms or those who pray to glorify God or who fast in a certain way or another. He's calling the people out for motivations that are not true to who they are as the children of God. Their desires to be seen by others, heard by others, praised by others. Apparently, layers of junk, that's a technical term, by the way, are messing up the relationship between the people and God. We could be smug about their inauthentic purposes, but we all have layers of junk, don't we, that get between our true selves and God and our neighbor. And what do I mean by layers of junk? Well, junk is insecurity and doubt, Junk is pride and perfectionism. Junk is shame and self-loathing. Junk is self-absorption and self-destruction. Junk is fear and racism and violence. Junk is the longing for attention and desire to hide. Junk is over-functioning and junk is underfunctioning. Junk has so many names, too many to mention here. You know what your layers of junk are, and I certainly know what some of mine are. And so, Mount Olivet, we walk onward into Lent, 
There are so many faithful ways and practices to guide us during these gradually lengthening days. These 40 days of walking alongside Jesus to the cross, this period of time that is just long enough to interrupt us, to renew us, to call us back to God. And here's what I'm going to do this season. I'm going to pray about washing away one small layer of my own junk that no longer serves me or my relationships or God. And instead of thinking about this as becoming less of me, I am going to reframe it, and maybe this is helpful for you too, as becoming more of myself, more of the person I was created to be. This Ash Wednesday service helps me think about what that might be like. Is there any other day in the church year that is as honest and humbling as Ash Wednesday? Because when we confess our sins or our junk, and we come forward to hear the words, you are dust and to dust you shall return, all those layers wash away. If but for a moment we actually feel like specks in the universe, we are exposed and we are vulnerable standing before God with nothing to hide our faces behind, nothing to hang our hats on except the cross-shaped stardust from which we were created and which we will return and the promises of God. And in that moment, we ask, God, are you with me here, even in this place? And am I enough, even like this? And God answers, yes. Let's pray. God, uh, Emmanuel, you are here with us in our broken realities, with all our layers of junk present with us, even in this vast universe of yours. Thank you for dwelling with us in these next 40 days. Guide us ever toward you and our truest selves that you created us to be. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.